When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Stop. Hammer time, and it's a triumphant post-Manchester City stop hammer time. Our triumphant draw uh, <laughs> has, has energised and innovated us and mm-hmm. made us have... It's given us a feel-good feeling, hasn't it? It's a, it's a feel-good yeah. post-Manchester City uh, podcast. Though we haven't done one that's included the Newcastle game, which I've now forgotten. And, uh, it's best to, I think. Yeah, it's it, best to forget it. Yeah, did yeah. it happen? Did it, did it even happen? Was it a dream or a nightmare? Uh, uh, we'll never know we'll find out by talking it through Uh, like recovering like when they recover false memories false memories of child from from children who from child child abuse we got into child abuse (laughs) 50 seconds into this podcast we're into taboo areas sorry we're a taboo busting we're like the Frankie Boyle of uh, podcasts we'll have to put a helpline number at the end of the uh, Uh, the podcast yes yeah there's a pamphlet if you've been affected by this podcast please contact the NSPC yeah yeah, Uh, joining me this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hi. Hi. How are you? Just the chemistry between the two of us <laughs> is just just crackling electricity uh, there. Also joining us, a very old friend of ours. Uh, not that he is old. He's old. been around. He's been our friend for a long time. Well, you're time. not very old. No, no, you're, 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 now, you're now old. already. He's a man who's been known by many names. He was oh, Jim Air Pop. Originally, he was Jim Air Pop. Yeah, uh, Iggy Pop has a new album out, uh, uh, which is uh, very, Awful. very, very good. Oh, yes, okay. very Sorry. good. I didn't expect I've that. heard a couple of tracks of it. Yes, he's uh, with uh, the bloke from Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Hom. He's doing. And how much are Aviva Insurance involved in this? I, I don't know. I don't know if tracks on the album are essentially selling car insurance, but they might be. They might be. Just check. I reckon they might. Let's be. have a look at the track listing. Number one, uh, insure your pets. <laughs> Number two, uh, accident. How big while, are these in Croatia? Accident on holiday in Thailand. Uh, track three, um, track three, fire and uh, theft. Uh, track four, yeah, no, it is about insurance. The whole album's about insurance. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, endangering my premium, uh, endangering my no claims is. I can't summon up enough insurance terms. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Track six, no claims. Protected bonus. no claims bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Mm. Is it be a good one? It is, of course. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's Jim Dean Dolan. He's with us. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say I was going to try and say the in between name, which was Dolan in Irish. Which had a, yeah. Let's not go there. No, let's not go there. No, let's not do that. Is that how you say Dolan in in Irish? That, well, apparently, that according experience. to some yes. genealogy website, they can't. So you, that's you, how you, you spell it. At least I don't know how you say you it. You have Irish ancestry, presumably. Yes, mm. near mm. ancestry, or is it? Are we reaching back to the um, Celtic mists? two generations? Apparently, Jim, as many of you will know, uh, is a head honcho and prime mover along with Zonda McWalnuts. Not his real name. His real name <laughs> is Dave. My, you think my names are bad? Yeah, yeah. His real name is Dave. Dave McWalnuts, uh, of uh, Pride of Irons. Pride of Irons. Yes, Pride uh, of so Irons. we'll talk a little bit about how Pride of Irons... We, uh, when they had just started Pride of Irons, Jim, you may remember we had Jim on and we talked about it... We uh, did, yes. Uh, ...at some length, yes. first time. We won't yes. talk about it at that length this time because we've had that conversation. Well, yeah. so we'll, um, people uh, could listen to that one. Could listen know, to that um, one, yeah. exactly. Uh, but we'll get an update on how Pride yeah. of Irons is going. Pride of Irons is a play on words, Jim. It's uh, like a pride, pride of lions, lions. A pride of yeah, lions, yeah, yeah, pride but of with irons. Which it's is very good. Amazing. Apparently Millwall were very pissed off because they wanted to go for Pride of Lions. Ah. And now they can't. Oh, excellent. They? Well, I mean, they could. Well, they could, yeah, but they'd yeah. look like, you know. But they'd be like Arsenal, Arsenal fans <laughs> nicking our song, wouldn't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so we're, we're, we'll talk about those games and we'll look forward to the upcoming pair of fixtures, which will which be uh, Liverpool in the Cup at the weekend, yes. and then the Tuesday uh, fixture next week, which is Villa. Aston Villa. Yeah. Mm. So uh, lots to look forward to. Uh, first of all, um, as you know, um, as you may know, uh, I have a season ticket at West Ham United. I'm, they don't give many of those away, but I have one. Uh, it means I can go You're to very the, lucky. I can go to the games and there's a reserved sort of seat for me. Um, it's incredible. In the, this new stadium we're going to, I have one there as well. Wow. Do you remember we went together? And oh, got, yes. Yeah, we talked about it, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. So, um, but as a season ticket holder, I, uh, I occasionally get emails from people in the fabric of the club. And... Uh, and uh, they turn up in my inbox often after games on a Monday morning. So, uh, and there's one this week. So um, they're, they're personalised. It's obviously it's I, I, only I get them. I don't think anyone else oh, I never get them. No, no, no. I never get them. No, I only get them once once so, I need to um, trade my ticket in. Yeah. This was this week's one. It turned up Monday morning. Uh, it went, um, Hello, Philip. <laughs> Savlon Billich here. Saturday's performance against Manchester City was frustrating for everyone. To concede two goals at home is a massive disappointment and there wasn't much to cheer about. Despite seven magnificent clean sheets this season, which is down to organisation rather than the players, or me, Sauron Bilic, we've conceded 28 times, which is relegation form if the season was five games long, which it isn't, but could be if Brussels got hold of the game. Only ten teams have conceded more goals than West Ham, uh, uh, sorry, us, including Sunderland, who've conceded eight more goals than anyone else, who've got, but who've got shit players and the manager's only had 15 games to find his feet. How's he supposed to save a team from relegation with only 30 games and 90 points to play for? He's a brilliant manager, manager of the month twice in the same calendar year, which is unheard of unless you say it very, very quietly. Probably, probably the most sophisticated manager in the Premiership. Far more sophisticated than, say, me, Savaloy Bilic. And he could easily manage Real Madrid. I know the mood around the ground is that the club has made a mistake and that they weren't careful with what they wished for and they should have begged the previous manager to stay. But I, Sasa Illich, am begging you, like a little girl, to give me a bit more time. We've got Sunderland in a couple of weeks. 
Don't embarrass me, Saliva Billich, by giving their manager a Carlos Tevez-style welcome and not singing any songs about me, even though I'm shit. I am shit, and you're all fucking deluded. Come on, you irons. Big Slaven. Um, well, I think some the, hacking might have gone on. I think something's gone wrong something's there. It doesn't seem feel like doesn't feel right. like Slaven Billich no. would say. No. Perhaps, perhaps he's still got the. I think the, he might have picked up a virus. He's got the log on details. Perhaps Sam's got the log on <laughs> details. He's still got an email address. At he's the still club. got an email address at the club and, yeah. and can send emails to West Hanover. Yeah. He's probably not handed his keys back. Yeah, he hasn't like given that. his keys back. That's yeah, what's happened. That kind of thing. Yeah, that wasn't from Slaven Billich at all. No. Well, yeah, interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting perspective. On, yeah, it is. Uh, on, uh, yeah, yeah. He thought the game wasn't very good because we conceded twice. Yeah, we were all there. What did you make of the game? Well, um, you know, normally, and you come away from a game where you've been leading with about seven or eight minutes to go, and you concede a kind of soft. It has to be said it as a soft mm. late equaliser, and it feels like a defeat. But actually, I think everybody came away. From that game, thinking you know, well, it didn't feel like a win, but you, no. you, you were you were uplifted by what you'd seen go on because it was, in spite of the fact we didn't win, I would say you know the, the best performance from West Ham team I've seen in a long, long while. It was one it of the best fantastic. games I've seen. It was a great game of for football. a long time. It was a great game of football. Mm. But one of the things that you know we haven't, even with some of the you know the, the, the good players that have come in. We haven't really dominated a game in midfield like that for a while. No, I mean, that's especially really those players as well. You think like yeah. Alex Song, the amount of times he has come on this season, you've been just shitting yourself Very every time he's gone near the ball. Yeah. And there was a few times during the game where in, in close quarters to other players, he kind of chested it down and went for a turn. And you think, oh God, they're going to get it. But no, he came out with it, stuck yeah. to his foot. And you think that's the guy we saw the first half of last season. Definitely. He was, he was, he was revived, wasn't he? That was something that was, uh, uh, you know, we, that, the storm, we weathered a storm of uh, injury uh, of injuries over the Christmas period with all, the, with all of our draws, getting a point out of every game. But one thing we did remark on was sort of how sort of poor our midfield was in those games. The Liverpool game is a good example, which we won uh, 2-0. But actually, the midfield didn't have a lot to do with that. We did the right things at both yeah. ends of the pitch mm. rather than midfield. But this game... Um, I mean, it still had uh, uh, sort of three defensive midfielders. One thing we were kind of putting our problems perhaps in midfield down to is that we didn't feel, you know, you and I, Jim, felt that we sort of didn't necessarily need three yeah, sort of holding I, midfielder types. I think types. You've, you've made that point quite a lot, and I think it, it's been a lot, in a lot of games really valid that those, that those having three of those sort of Obiang, Kuyati, Noble, Song players, yeah. um, sort of they kind of get in each other's way. In a yes, sense. a little bit. But I yeah. think actually there was, a, there was a sort of subtle difference to the setup, wasn't there? You had Song definitely playing in front of the back four, yeah, yeah. and Noble and Kuyati were, were further forward. So yeah. it was a kind of, you know, one at the base of that triangle, yes. and two, you know, given licence to get further forward and attack a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I think that made a crucial crucial difference. I mean, Noble is a much better player as an attacking midfielder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you, you can go back a long way. You can go back to sort of what Kirbishley said about when him. When he was Kirbishley playing on the right, yeah, he used to Kirbishley, Yeah, and Kirbishley right told him, you know, uh, that he, you're too slow to play as an attacking midfielder. I'm gonna, and I, I think that set Noble's development back a long while. If you remember mm. when he first came into the team, he scored that fantastic goal against Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he was linking up strike, with Tevez. You know, he was a, he was a yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, attacking midfielder. 
And it, I, I feel he's kind of got that, that free... With, if Song plays like that and anchors the midfield... Uh, Noble is released to play and I thought Noble was absolutely I disagree with some of the people who critic- still criticising him I'm like I thought Noble was absolutely super yes he had a brilliant game I agree with really that 100% I, I think the last few games you've noticed that Noble has been a, bit, a little bit more forward and no, no more the cross so than in this for the Carroll goal didn't yeah. he yeah. and, and yes. one thing I noticed the most and a this, couple of great crosses this time as well. one thing I noticed the most at the weekend was that the amount of times he he kind of headed a ball or like he went to yes. attack the ball, mm, he yes. wasn't like looking to shield it and pass yeah. it backwards. He was looking to bring it down and play it forwards. Yeah. Yes, and he, he reached the byline a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. he sort of reached the byline because that's because he was he was you know on the overlap or exchanging one twos with Pie uh, and Cresswell down that yeah. flank quite yeah. a lot. I think to now, your um, point, that I think that maybe that the, the kind of little not not quite curse, but the thing that he, he maybe suffered from is that he's kind of was expected to inherit the Scott, Part, Scott Parker mantle yes. a little bit. And yes. I think maybe he's that's set really, him down the wrong path. I agree. But I think Kirby, I, was who I thought was a wretched manager, um, set his career back, I, I feel. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, um, but I think but it, it was, you know, that was a step change, wasn't mm. it, on Saturday? It was a step change. Because I think, you know, some of, we've, we've had these great results uh, earlier in the season, those, that, that run of away games. Uh, uh, but there was a real, um, you know, that, that certainly, to a certain extent, relying on, on bits of individual brilliance, mm. relying on the fact that we've now got some of these flair players playing, you know, Zerati's, well, we've not got Zerati anymore, but Zerati's got at Arsenal, um, sort of, you know, Payet and Lanzini. Um, we dominated that as a team. Mm. We were better than them as a team. In the middle of the park, In the middle of the park, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they had a world-class strike. I mean, Aguero's yeah. got to be right up there in the top, top two or three strikers in the world at the moment. Mm. And, you know, you give him half a sniff and he puts it away. I mean, yeah, the way he finished that second chance yeah. was yeah. superb. The dink over Adria mm-hmm. that nearly went in. I mean, he was. And yeah. he was canny for the... It didn't look like a penalty from... You know, it was right in front of us as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought... I really thought... Live, seeing it first time, Jenkinson had nicked the ball away, but it was a touch from Aguero, a really mm. canny, clever touch from Aguero that just drew the, drew the foul. He's world-class. If they hadn't had him, we'd have, we'd have won that easy. It's, it's yeah. interesting what you said. You said like results like that, and we, we didn't get a result, really. No, I, mean, no. I know we got a point, but yeah. it, it felt like more than that. And we were talking about this down in the pub, about how now... You know, going away from the the, the the Allardyce era where it was all about kind of results and getting some kind of result, and now we're bringing you know there's still the competition there, but we're bringing the spectacle back. It's it's about the enjoyment of the football, and no more so. You know, you talk about the uh, the uh, mid um, half time when Pyatt went and embraced Joe yeah, Hart that for that great. save, and it, it yeah. was it was you know the competition is there, but they appreciate the spectacle. You know, they appreciate that it is you know the beautiful game. People go to watch it to enjoy it, and yeah, that's absolutely. what we're getting now as well. It's a little bit of a smile, a little bit of sort of swagger. It's like uh, the the you know even even last season under Sam, the the players that he brought in, Kiyati, uh, Sacco, they play with enthusiasm and they play with sort of enjoyment of playing the game and uh, uh, you know to a degree Valencia as well and uh, they things like uh, the on Saturday the 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 longest one two that was in the history of the game yeah. was a fantastic moment when Pae sort of ran into a little you know cul-de-sac and so he sort of Kicked the ball backwards towards our goal over his shoulder. Almost, it was almost like a kind of sort of swivel, almost half bicycle kick. Kicked it back to our right back, 
who was in plenty of room, so just kicked it all the way back to him, 40, and 40 yards, and both passes landed on the toe of the person they were intended to. Mm. And it was just a, you know, a moment that really G'd the fans yeah. up, because it was just and a very so, slightly kind of yeah. daft moment, yeah. but was really good. And for, for Byram to come back in the team and sort of do that was very, very encouraging. To but it's interesting that we were banging on about it. West Ham fans were, were banging on about this all, you know, through the, the Premier League years under, under, under Allardyce. Um, and people sneered at it and were just kind of, you know, the, you could shear and all these people on, on Match of the Day and whatever, all going, you know, oh, no, Allardyce will keep you up. That's what, you know, what do you... What, what do is you, the West Ham How dare way? you ask for entertaining football? Yeah. But as soon as Man United started playing boring shit... Uh, and they're complaining about their manager. Everybody buys into the idea that you've got to have it's got you know, entertainment we, we should be, as well yeah. as victory. We should be yeah, happy you know. with what we're giving. Yeah, we're a little yeah, less yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. But it's kind of a, you know, it's a attacking endeavour, isn't it? It's, I don't think it's. I hate that misconception that sort of West Ham fans are deluded and ungrateful because what they want every week is, uh, well, they want to get in the top six, but they also want kind of step-overs and flicks. And a, it's, it's not that. It's just attacking endeavour, playing the rules of the game, which is to try and score more goals. Yeah, to than be the fair, other we team, want less than other than people. We want entertainment yeah. rather than results. Well, well, we, yeah, want, yeah, well yeah. we love flair players, but we've always, always liked those players who just commit and, and, and put, put, in, put in the shift, you know. We've always loved the low masses. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, who was in the chicken run at half-time. The Martin Allens of this world, who kind yeah, of yeah. really commit as well as... But it's a tactic of, you know, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's an almost subtle difference between uh, going out there with the view to kind of snuffing the other team out and trying to take all the sting out of the game and try and nick a result than to simply play the rules of the game like kids in a playground and try and score more goals than the other team which yeah. is you know that's the rules of football that's how to play the game <clears throat> and that's why you know in a way Kirbishly that sort of 10th place finish was very comfortable that season and uh you know, you can see that a lot of people that might only have kind of CFAX descriptions of those matches would just be bewildered that some of those games towards the end were actually being booed. A bit like last season yeah. when we finished comfortably, whatever, we finished 12th. 12th yeah. But, you know, that second half of last season was kind of wretched because of the lack of any attacking intent and more just a desire to kind of just kill the game off from minute one. I remember that last 18 months with Kirbishley and I remember the feeling and it's weird like mm. it's, it's not a, a sense that you're used to describing but I remember that feeling that horrible feeling where you just weren't looking forward to going and watching football. Yeah, you just And what's the point if you're tick. not looking forward to it? Yeah. Mm. And, and, and you know we know uh, we know people uh, um, Dave Morley Sam Delaney who, who kind of slightly stopped going towards the end of Sam's tenure in the last season. Sam didn't renew his season ticket. Dave Morley stopped going because the football was so boring. Uh, and this was exciting and fun. And we participated in the game like a kind of equal, like a peer of Manchester City. And even if we had been, uh, you know, less good, uh, which, you know, probably on paper we still are. You know, they'll probably win the championship. You know? well, I think there was a bit of magic, like, the, you know, the whole thing of the... 
the, the cliche thing of, of, of being under the floodlights. I remember the moment getting there, I don't know if I was slightly drunk or if it was just maybe they've replaced the bulbs, but the lights seemed that much brighter. It felt like I was watching the game in HD and it was just mm-hmm. the, the feeling, the, the chance and the crowd, everything was amazing. And then that game as well. It was mm. just that it started off well and it just, it just carried my, on. My only slight kind of, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said, but my only sort of word of caution is that we've been fantastic again when we've been slightly underdogs team, yeah. You know, yes. The atmosphere's been great against you know your, your Man Cities and Chelsea's and whatever. Brilliant away days at uh, at, at the Emirates and, and, Emirates, and yeah. um, Chelsea, Stanford yeah, and Anfield. And, but I'm not sure we've quite delivered on the same level against sides below us, particularly no, towards, towards no. one of the time. And of course, the Newcastle defeat is a classic a good, yeah. example of that. It's just, it's, just sticking to this for for a second, song was uh, was as you say resurgent, and, yeah. and finally, you know, the latter part of last season, and having signed him injured and kind of easing his way back into the games and little cameos here and there, he really just didn't look all that. And you were kind of saying, let's just play Obiang. Obiang's fit; mm-hmm. he's better, you know. Uh, but he really did come back with a vengeance on uh, Saturday, I thought. He, you know, not only was his creative play good, but he was kind of in Toure's face a lot of that game. He was making Toure's <coughs> life very hard. Yeah. Um, one, one big error. I mean, he was at fault for the second goal. Yes, he was. He so. was way out of position. There was a huge space in front of our back four that the um, substitute guy ran onto. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, you can argue we should have got rid of it. And Jenkins, um, sorry, Cresswell was a bit unlucky with the... Um, and it bounced and bobbled around and and class forward tucked it away. But nevertheless, you know, he was a little bit gung-ho, wasn't he? Just just at that point in the game, 2-1 up, you know, uh, at the risk of sounding like Big Sam. You have sort of got to play. You you know, it was great that we were trying to score still. Yeah, it sort of ebbed and flowed, We loved that. I mean, you know, we were chasing the winner at the end, not... Not Manchester City, possible champions in waiting. Manchester City, the last kick of the game. We were chasing, yeah, was uh, Kiyati's header onto the top of the bar. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it it sort of, you know, it it was awkward. The last kind of fifteen minutes were kind kind of, you know, it was probably hard for both teams to know quite how to play it. It's in, uh, you know, both teams thinking, should we lock this up and just try and shut it down or should we go for the win? Mm. And uh, actually both teams did yeah. a little bit of both and uh, <clears throat> um, in a kind of ebbing and flowing thing. But Interesting selection issues when Lanzini and Sacco are back. Because, I mean, that, 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 that was a pretty good starting 11. <clears throat> oh, well, if you, if you include Sam Byram yeah. for, for Jenkinson, who's gone back, he's gone back, he's got, mm. he's got ligament injury. That's isn't it, yeah. him, I think. Um, so it was a pretty good starting 11, pretty close to, 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 the, to the first choice 11. You could argue about the centre backs. I think almost any combination of yeah. two of the four we'll is pretty good. We were saying this yeah. earlier, I think any, um, any combination works for a different game. Um, we've got to hope that Cresswell stays fit because mm. I'm not sure there's an obvious. I'm not sure Henry's necessarily yeah. up to it at left back, but um, nevertheless, you know we're pretty well stocked in midfield. Obiang's there to cover those midfield yeah. positions. We've got some strength out wide, but where does Lanzini fit in? Because uh, you know, on on the form he's shown for most of the season, you'd say he's got to he's be. Got in, to he's start. got to start. We've got to hope that we we get through this weekend because you think we need we kind of need a cup run almost mm-hmm. just to keep the the players to keep, keep, keep the games. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I think he's got to go. And I mean, the the sort of uh, so for Antonio, do you think, or Antonio. for no, or for Noble? Yeah, well, Ooh. that's that's the uh, you know, 
Yes, yeah, so, I mean, if they if they feel that you know song is is uh, kind of strong enough to kind of protect the back four on his own, then well, th- well that that was the impression we got, yeah. wasn't it? On um, then, and for me, Kuati is is oh, you got to play. He's class. Got to play. So those two, if they're on, you know, they're on form, seem to me to have to go in. Yeah, good yeah, as yeah. Noble was. But and Lanzini is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you, you've is. got to argue that Lanzini. Yeah, I, I mean. I, Either you're very brave and put him in for Noble because Noble still has those defensive qualities. And he's important on the field, his leadership. Yeah, yeah. And he he breaks up play. He's probably one of the only players we've got who actually puts in a tackle, to be fair. Yeah. But also those in, that interplay with uh, when it, you know with Pyatt down the right, and he's everywhere on the pitch as well, isn't he? I mean, yeah. you know, he's cropping up yeah, all yeah. over Remember the. Remember the start place. of the? I think it was the start of the season in the, in the European games when, the, when he had um, Noble and uh, Zarate, and they were playing great one twos, like moving yeah. forward and, and yeah, yeah. passing through through the midfield, going through yeah. all the opposition. So you know, he, and he's he, got he, it. he does the he does the, the you know the spade work, doesn't he? he tracks he tracks runners in the way that the city midfield just didn't. They didn't no. track runners, did they? I mean, Torres just watched Kiyoti, you know, go past him for, yeah. the, for the first goal. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, um, he did. He did. Um, you know, if Song can keep this form up, that's 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 that would be great. You know, if this is uh, the beginning of a kind of return to form, because it's been a long time now. The whole second half of last yeah. season, he was not good. Yeah, the cynical side of me says that. He, he's kind of got to because mm. apparently he wants to stay here he wants to stay in London he, yeah. wants, to, he wants his family to be in London what other team is going to take him right now he's got to play for a contract well, but what we've got to see him do is absolutely boss games against yeah. lesser teams that's what I mean it's, yeah. it's on I, him I, now you know, my, my, you, 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 you know I think your one sort of fear is that it's Man City the cameras are there yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to be up for that game mm. He's got a, you know, we, we want to see him being being dominant against lesser teams because, you know, sure. we we want, you know, we have the potential to muller the odd team. You know, we should, yeah, but, yeah. you know, you, and it hasn't happened yet, has it? We haven't really. You think of the teams who don't, uh, sorry, the players anyone. who don't start generally. Well, our, our kind of our sort of one up front, you know, team formation sort of suggests that goals have to come from that kind of following three plus ones that the kind of you know, front man can get. You know, it's great that uh, Valencia has scored, you know, four go- four goals in three games now. Um, uh, but uh, our way of, our way of score, I mean, we were high scoring in the first part of the season, but those yeah. following, you know, three, Lanzini and Paye were getting something kind of, at least one of them almost every other game. Yeah. One of them's getting something. It shouldn't just be up to the front man if it's a man on his own, you know. Yeah, that's how um, the system clearly yeah. is intended to yeah. operate, isn't it? It's not, it, you know, it's a system where goals come, get spread around and they can come from lots of different, and so, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, we've had Pyatt score a few, we've had Antonio yeah. score yeah. a few. Yeah. You'd like to think Moses is going to start pitching in when he's but playing our, more regularly. Our, our period of injuries, we were immensely low scoring. Yeah. We had those three <coughs> nil-nils in a row and either side of them was only Respect like one-nil sort of, yeah, yeah, respect the point. But we have um, good defenders. It's, um, I'm, yeah. I'm staggered uh, how many of the top teams really haven't invested in, no, that, no. in that area? I mean, they're, they're fantastic bit, I mean, Otto Mendy was had a shocker for them on, on yes. Saturday, didn't he? And um, he's good, uh, though. I like him. I do think you think he's, he's good? good? I yeah, think I he's like bang him. ordinary. I mean, I, I really, really I wouldn't good. want him in our team. I mean, I don't think he's as good as any of our. No, four. well, I think our four are, um, are some and, of the best. You know, Murtasaka, yeah. who we've known has yeah. been kind of slow for ages, and that was that was exposed, wasn't it? In that in that game, you know, that interesting that his red card was bloody similar. to... To Dimichelis is on um, Antonio's though, wasn't mm-hmm. it? They were almost I think identical. Kind of mm. Unified in that should have been a card, and if it hadn't been, been for that yeah. shit ref, 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Where, I'm not sure whether motorcycle sports are red. Actually, I, I think possibly they were no, both yellow. Car was probably right. I don't, think, right I don't think that motorcycle one no, should have been red. No. Um, yes, it was extraordinary, wasn't it? I mean, I think, I think on Saturday the referee might have had some lingering doubts about the penalty decision. It happened very early in the game, and uh, I thought it was quite soft. I thought Aguero sort of. You know, whether, whether there was contact, Aguero won it by going over. It's naive know? defending, really, It's the end, really difficult. I mean, it's so difficult to... It's a real thing now of, like, the second you come up kind of behind a player, that thing of when they sort of put a hand on a player's back, mm. the player now pretends it was a push and they just yes. go over, especially in the area. And you're like, well, if that's getting blown up for... What do we do now in the penalty area? Yeah. So you literally can't. You've just got to let a man run through on his own and put it in the goal now in the penalty. If you can't physically come into contact with them yeah. in the penalty area, <coughs> we, we may as well all pack up and well, go. It's the home. same it's with ridiculous. any any brush against the keeper as a foul. Whereas yeah, anywhere yeah. else on the pitch, and you know someone can get hacked fine. down and nothing. Get, well, actually, right. as we saw on Saturday, people get hacked down unless it's Fobert on the Millwall keeper. Which oh, do you remember brilliant. that one? That no, I, I made a video of that pulling YouTube. <laughs> but. <I love> um, <laughs> Yes, that was excellent. <laughs> was. Who scored the goal? Oh, well, that was uh, who put the ball in the... Uh, oh, yeah, that was yeah, Mr. Yeah, Reeds. Yes, yeah, that's right. Of course it was. It was way yeah. more. And they were um, to sit in the, the upper Trevor Brooking, didn't they? I remember that. Yes, they were. They were, yeah. they were, they were, they were all... Like they were all wearing black, weren't they? Do you remember? It was very weird. They were like... And they all stood very, very still. They were like a kind of... <laughs> they, were like, they were like a kind of huge sort of um, art installation. <laughs> they were like <laughs> a huge kind of, kind of austere... Uh, artists, the Bibble War fans, yeah. There's they so were, they were, little yeah. football performance art crossover. It should it's, be more. I feel like we could, we could create more. a movement it makes here. Me mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more. I went to see a, a piece of ballet choreographed by Michael Clark that had the band The Fall playing live on stage yeah. and was about Celtic, was about football. Right. And the dancers all had uh, uh, footballs attached to their. Ballet pumps. Genitals? No, ballet pumps. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it looked like they were dribbling a football. Right. And I think, I, I think on this podcast I said that, that Colton Cole, in order to build his confidence, <laughs> had a pair of those made <laughs> where the ball's just attached to your foot just, yeah, to, just right. to help build his confidence yeah. with his first touch. Yeah. Oh, bless but, um, but it was a funny refereeing performance because I think that he did have some lingering doubts about that penalty decision. So he no. then started trying to kind of even it up like someone trying to even up sideburns shaving. <laughs> so he sort, of like, he sort of like made another wrong decision and went, oh shit. So he made a wrong decision for the other team to even that up. And it was just a series of wrong decisions I just felt the game was happening and he wasn't quite up with it this is is one of the first times I think I've seen a really poor referee that hasn't spoiled the game somehow he hasn't spoiled it because Toure clattered Coyote really that early was outrageous on. and nothing ha- he no yellow card didn't even yeah. give a foul no no that's right uh, and, and it was like and just moments later you sort of saw him go yeah, I should <laughs> I should watch out for those now. Those sort of where the guy Fouls. clatters the other guy to the right. So he then gave one that wasn't really a foul, but it, because he'd missed the last one, it's really weird uh, yeah. trying to pull it back. But um, did you see the thing in the paper today that that song in the paper said? Uh, these glasses make it difficult for yeah. me to yes, see I the did. game. <laughs> yes. like, I did. Oh, oh, that's interesting. So wearing like 
sort of sunglasses <laughs> on the pitch might make it harder to see the game, especially when you're playing at night. Yeah, it's it is like kind of. But uh, he says he needs them for some. It's not like a sort of because Edgar, Edgar Davids wore them for like glaucoma, but he seemed to be saying that they were to protect from some sort of. Like the doctor was saying, there to protect for like from, yeah, I thought from he an heard... impact. Or yeah, no, like I thought it was it. Right. Um, in oh, which God, case, why did he got in, in cricket? They have those um, light enhancing. I've worn. Right, I've, right. I've fielded in a pair of work ones. It was a borrowed pair of someone. And uh, is it like they're, RoboCop they're, where instructions weird. appear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instructions yeah, appear with a grid of where to shoot towards. Yeah, catch ball, drop ball. I did. I did see eat ball. I did read that he got and an the injury. Keepers eating the cricket ball. <laughs> but they, um, they, are, they, they do work, and so he could wear. He should get yeah. a pair made with get that light enhancing yeah. uh, plastic. I did read that he had suffered an eye injury a few games ago, so it makes sense if it was a short term thing. Just a short term thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe not. He's going to have a big head. problem if he's got yeah. essentially got <laughs> I to mean, wear. He is increasingly eccentric. He's got this kind of. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's still he's sort of mini dreadlocks on his hair, he? and he's got he's got these these extraordinary goggles, Glasses. and, and his, he's doing his funny short his shorts pelmet. Yeah. His shorts yeah. are shorter thing. than his underwear. Yeah, it's very he's, <laughs> yeah. He's doing some. He's, we've talked about his pelmet, his thigh pelmet <laughs> yeah. uh, sort of setup that he's got going. Yeah. He is now increasingly looking like a cartoon character, and he sort that of plays for he us. lopes around. So maybe he's the he doesn't actually look like a, an athlete either, does he? But that's the good thing about him. composure when he's constantly moving that's yeah. people you know i mean when he was not playing great last season i think you know there's just a slight you know and i think it's a slight racist thing sort of going you know he's lazy he doesn't put an effort oh, but yeah, what yeah. he does is he constantly moves yes. so he often turns up where the ball is yeah. but he hasn't had to kind of sprint you know go red in the face and sprint to get there because he's reading the game yeah. and uh, i think people mistook a kind of laziness for the fact that he just sort of knows where to be a lot of the time yeah. you know uh, talking of putting effort in, I have I am beginning to fall deeply in love with Antonio. Like, what a He's yeah, very good, good uh, hustle. Just doesn't good hustle. stop, does he? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't stop. And when he when he made that throw, like everyone and the, 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 yeah, the goal, everyone around us was like, what, what, what? Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's it's. And the guy behind me, it was my, all my very Paul easy, went, wasn't it? Well, but, he went, he went. It's inspired. Mm-hmm. And he went, hang on a second. I don't think I've ever said a throw-in is inspired no, no, no. in my life, but, but it, it was. It, it's about being alive and in the game and in the moment, isn't it? Because Valencia yeah. realised what was happening sooner yeah, than yeah. Altamendi did. He was as soon as he, well, the ball went out, he was straight up. It was you know that they switched off, we were switched on for the, and that sums up the game. To but people talk yeah. about him being a bit raw and being a bit unpredictable. And I think that's where that comes in as, as a positive. Like yeah, yeah, you expect every other player to slow the game down, wait for players to catch up and go for the throw. And he's like, well, no, there's a guy there. Let me, let me just throw the ball yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. I mean, his first touch is not not great. Has to be said. Uh, he's he's a little raw, but uh, his hustle is fantastic. But I, uh, yeah, maybe. But I think he's shown. So, particularly in recent games, signs of, of 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 control and confidence on the ball that yeah. have surprised me. I mean, the way he won the two free kicks against Bournemouth, for example, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was good trickery on the ball. I mean, he's got he's more than just a gutsy runner. I mean, he's got he's got lots in his locker, and he no. nearly scored at the far post with the, uh, with that header. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. No, I like him. I think he's uh, he's he's great. He he adds a very different element, which is that kind of. 
hustle. He's just hungry. A, you know, but like what I, I heard about, he, like he couldn't show his full skill on the training pitches because they weren't long enough. It's like he's a juggernaut. He has to build up like critical speed yeah, to be able yeah. to do his thing. Yeah. Like Andy Carroll running, it takes him a long time to get moving, but yeah, actually he's yeah. got a bit of a turn. And then of he reaches patience. a critical speed. Yeah, and yeah. Pulls his hamstring. Pulls his hamstring. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, in the pub before the game, on the tellies in the pub was footage of the League Cup, uh, League Cup fixture with Stoke from 1971. Oh, this evening. Yeah, yeah, this evening. Well, the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I say the game? Yeah, yeah, unless you're seeing this evening, podcast yeah, yeah. as a sort of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a game, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you know, yeah, I feel yeah, as though yeah. you're, you're quite often. Jim's you're, winning. Jim's playing with the middle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jim's Yes, no, in the pub before the podcast. Sorry, yes, it was, uh, the that epic yeah. uh, was went to a sort of third replay game yeah. against Stoke in the in the um, when they won the League Cup. League Cup. They went. It's the only thing they've it. ever won. Was this a semi final? Was that a semi? It was the semi final. Semi final. Yeah, went to two. Saved a penalty from Hurst in the Upton Park. Uh, leg of the semi-final and Bobby Moore went into goal in goal yes in yes when yeah Bobby Ferguson was was clattered wasn't he I yeah that's what, that's what and he made a save Bobby Moore um, made a save. and for some reason Clyde Best who was in the team who has a who apparently had, as a young man had played in goal for Bermuda right. Didn't, didn't go in goal. goal. That's a bit yeah. weird. Yeah. And he saves Terry Conroy's penalty. Yeah, that's he right. Say, uh, but uh, he scores off the rebound. The rebound goes Very in. Very annoying. But yes, he saved a penalty. Yeah, and it was a kind of mud bath pitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Julian Dix has played in goal, hasn't he, for us? Uh, I remember yes. Dixie going in yes. goal. Yes, Wasn't that was when the and, that um, older, uh, at Seeley, Les Seeley got injured in that game and Dix yes, went in goal. I think that's it. Dix, I think our regular goalkeeper got injured. Yeah. Les Seeley went in. Got injured and then Dix went in. Yeah. I might be wrong uh, about that. Lansbury played in. Oh, yeah, I remember Lansb- the, Henri Lansbury the clean, clean sheet and yeah. chance of England's number one. Was that Mainly because the Blackpool. defenders were taking it. Four one against Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah. It was the away game at Blackpool. We were two nil up. We were playing so well. We went two nil up. Had a, our goalkeeper sent off with none on the bench and scored two more goals. Mm. Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah, and didn't concede. So we probably Lansbury was so up. well. He was so well yeah, yeah. Um, shielded by the defence, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. He had nothing to yeah. do. Yeah, but two one up, wasn't it? Yeah. I was, I didn't Rio playing goal? The vision of yeah, Rio going in goal once. Rio Ferdinand. Well, goal I'm once. sure there are going to be people on yes. Facebook groups and things who will who will tell us who's been in goal for us. Who's been in goal That's for West Ham? Who, who, who shouldn't be? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And while we're while we're on the oh, yes. on the subject of kind of electronic media and things, yep. um, you can uh, download our free and updated iPhone app Ooh. at the iTunes Store or follow the links at westhampodcast.com. Please leave us a review too. Mm. You can get all our links for our apps, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes at westhampodcast.com. Does anyone do the ch- Twitter feed? Do you do the Twitter feed? I have, yes. I've got do the you? Twitter. I've got, I, uh, I, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have eight followers, but I've never tweeted. That's a well, bit weird, I've got it? it. I don't use it very much, but I've got me, the Impro Group, I'm in, Stop Hammer Time, and... Uh, my sort of Kickstarter parody push starter. Right. So that I've got okay. sort of four accounts on my phone that I switch sort between. of juggling. Yeah, and don't do anything on any of them. She get the uh, sorry, I was about to say his real name. She get Zander McWalnuts to get involved. He's, uh, you know, he's massive a massive tweeter. He's a massive tweeter. Does Pride of Irons have, right have a Twitter tweet. feed? Do you we have do. a Twitter thingy? At do Pride of Irons that, that Mr McWalnuts looks after. At Pride of Irons. Right. At, at Pride of Irons. Yeah. How is Pride of Irons going, Jim? Um, it's all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to divert. Then I thought we were going to talk about new parts. Part of Irons is the, is is the uh, LGBT uh, organisation started by Jim and uh, Zander McWalnuts, uh, who's going to name his date. Um, uh, and uh, they began um, 
six months ago, maybe. Oh, no, it's actually we're coming to our one year anniversary. You had a pub quiz, which uh, I couldn't go to because yeah, I was doing I an interview. Yeah, I couldn't get there. Neither can I, so I can't no, really comment about right. how well no, it went or didn't. You, you failed to attend it yourself. I failed to attend it myself. Well, that's uh, all very um, disappointing. I can't have remember you... what my excuse was, but I'm sure it was excellent. Mm. Are there any events in the offing? There is, actually. On the 28th of February, we're having a f- LGBT football fair that's been organised by... Um, Trevor Wood, MBE, one of our mm-hmm. board members. Um, and it's going to be at uh, the pod, which is Arsenal's training ground next to the Emirates. Boo, Boo indeed. Boo. We, we, we couldn't secure um, West Ham premises, unfortunately. But ah. uh, yeah, that's, that's going ahead. There's going to be a few fun activities. There's going to be a football competition, some stalls, some um, charities coming along and kind of doing their thing. That sounds good. Pretty will good. you stick a link on the Stop Hammer Time page as well? I, I think I will. I think, you, I, th- you I, think I certainly yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, but yeah, it, generally, it's all going well. We had a meeting with the club yesterday. Um, can't talk too much because I was told I'm not allowed to repeat a lot of things no. in the room. But yeah, we'll hopefully have some exciting stuff coming up soon. Very good. Good. Very good. Do you feel they've been supportive? In, in, um, in, they were very. They were very supportive initially, and then we the the, the player sorry the player the fan liaison um, left, and we kind of our relationship kind of dissipated a little. But we went in to see them yesterday. And they're, yeah, they're very keen. Um, they said generally, you know, in terms of community outreach, it's not just us, it's, you know, all, all factions of, of yeah. the community. They, want, they were saying, unfortunately, West Ham is one of the lowest women to men ratios, for example, like only 20% women. Yes, I've, I've read that somewhere as well. Yeah, so they, they, you know, they want to kind of show that West Ham is embracing uh, a club mm, mm. Um, and trying to do a bit more in the community, which is obviously something to be applauded. I think they're doing. Um, Something for the uh, I think it's like Holocaust Memorial type thing, and, mm-hmm. and they're generally just trying to do a bit more in the community. So yeah, good stuff. We should have got Danny back to play. That get more women through the gate. It would, yeah. Danny, yeah, Danny, Danny was a good. Yeah. <clears throat> the ladies love Danny. Yeah, they? Uh, quite a few liked Kovac though, of course. Yes, well, he was yeah, quite popular yeah. with the ladies. <clears throat> he, he uh, the ladies were popular with him as well. <laughs> well yeah. Yes, it was, it was, it was a mutual respect, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, or mutual lack of lack respect, of respect yeah, on Govich's part. Yeah. Uh, you, you think Tonka would uh, would attract uh, uh, both genders, obviously, uh, with his rafish, Wolverine type good looks. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Collins, good looking uh, uh, Tonka, Tonka, most not, ha- not handsomest, handsomest West Ham players. Do you have a kind of list? Do you have a no, 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 um, no! I'm not into the athletic type. No, <laughs> right. okay. okay. <laughs> Although Trevor's very fond so, of Aaron uh, Neil Cresswell. Ruddock. So there you go. Neil Ruddock, Aaron Cresswell, <laughs> a bit, bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Bears is uh, it, it, that, bears. Exactly, yes. There's bears a joke made the, about bears yesterday yeah. about getting bubbles to come yeah. along to Pride. Oh yeah, yeah. App- apparently no, no. That's, that's oh. What, that's a shame. Well, it, he, he, apparently, he's too too difficult to kind of navigate his way around without right. people helping him. Um, there was that story a while back that the two West Ham mascots, I mean, it probably obviously isn't the case now, but a while back, wasn't it? Herbie and Bubbles. Bubbles the bear, yeah. Were a mother and son. Oh, was it a mother duo. and daughter? Was it a mother and son? I mother and mother and son. Why are you going to be mother and daughter? But yeah, oh, right, no, I yeah. think they were, though. It was a mother and son well, duo was, with the two Ger- West Ham mascots. It was Jeremy Nicholas who told us that, oh, right. I'm sure. Yeah, was it Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah. you mean inside the suit? Inside the suit. Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. how did a bear give birth to a hammer? No, it's not some kind of fictional kind of narrative going on. It's not real, Jim. Not real. It's not. Hammers can't, actual hammers can't mate. They can't mate. It's impossible. Um, there was a very good atmosphere on Saturday, wasn't there? Good atmosphere. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it's sort of uh, 
there's been some quiet ones. I mean, I think over Christmas, everyone's a bit hungover all the time, so there were some quiet games over Christmas. But, uh, yeah, the Wolves uh, FA Cup game was very quiet. Yes. Um, and very boring. Yeah. And, yeah, and a bit and, boring. And a bit yeah, boring, yeah. 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 Uh, but um, uh, very good, nice atmosphere on Saturday. And I mean, yeah. you know, I think it, that's often the case with bigger clubs, isn't it? I mean, when, when you're, when you're well, I think, sort of Chelsea's and Arsenal's yeah, and the bigger teams sort of come. Part of my kind yeah. of cautionary note really applies as much to the fans as to the, as to the team, really, about getting up for the big games, but yeah. not... On a on a kind of regular basis, you've got to wonder how much that a, affects the team because team. Yeah, exactly. we do seem to do a lot better. Maybe, I don't know which way the correlation is, but you know, the good atmosphere, yeah, good games, they do go hand in hand. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, as as we've said before, a little bit of a, a little bit of skill, a kind of a, a sort of a committed challenge. There are often things that. The, the atmosphere of the game turns on those things. Yes. Do you remember there was a really sort of um, dire period in one season, maybe it was an Allardyce season or, I don't know, Grant or something, where, I think it was Allardyce, where, where Tompkins went on a run. Yes. And the whole stadium kind of erupted because it was the only interesting thing that had happened in sort of a kind of 30-minute block of the game was... It was uh, Tompkins decided to run it out of defence and have a kind of go at the other team's goal, and that was all it took, you know. And if things, you know, examples of endeavour and you know occasionally a bit of skill, if it's there, which you know we, from with some of the players we now have, it is there. You can really get a crowd going, you know. It's especially that thing we were saying about you know, it's the comp- you've got the competition of of the game, and then you've got the spectacle of the game, and yeah. you you can't enjoy. One without the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of those kind of uh, runs that Di Canio went on, I'm sure, came to nothing. And uh, possibly with the kind of... Um, uh, the speed of reaction that the internet and tweeting and all that stuff gives you, it's quite possible that he'd be getting... Uh, oh, he just gives the ball away all the time. He's so greedy. He goes and runs on the sort of stuff that was levelled at Zerotti because Ducanio yeah. would pick the ball up and just run until either the run came to an end or he managed to release to one of his players kind of all the time. I mean, that was kind of the nature of how he played was... Uh, run towards the other team's ball, goal with a ball at your feet. And well, and the that. thing that really gives the big lift at the moment is those... those there's usually two or three per game where Pai does some little beautiful yeah, yeah. little you know, dink and, and, yeah. and, and dodge and leaves about three defenders kind of kind of wondering where the ball is. I mean, it's amazing how he can pull great, something off. Oh, he can, sorry, he can attempt to pull something off and it fails and you know, everyone's still up for it. But then this, this myth about Zerati being selfish, he'll try and do the same. Th- he, sorry, tried to do sort of similar things, try and make something happen. And, oh, he's fucking, she's fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. Or get him off, he's useless. And it's, it is that thing you're saying about, you know, how people can react on Twitter and it's how those, those myths or those stories get propagated generally. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's a passing end product at the end of Pyatt's game, though. I mean, oh, and he hits first-time balls and whatever. He, he, you know, he does the simple things as well as the complicated things, and very often in the right part of the pitch as well. So, you know, he's he's on another level. Oh, no, he he movements around he's though, don't you? He, he, sort of, yeah, he, he, um, there's a someone made a little comp- compilation of uh, some of his stuff from the game on Saturday, and there's a um, there's a moment where he's he's falling. Uh, he's either taking yeah, some, and he, and he just ball. prods the pass. Well, that's the one that led that, to the Antonio yeah, being fouled. Isn't that's it? right. He prods yeah. the ball to its intended target, and, it's, and, and it's the fact that the run happened. Uh, 
but also that I think he that's the ball he wanted to play and was looking for the run yeah. to complete that pass. Oh, the, vision's, the, the vision's great. You know, the, head the, kind of, the head is up. The head is up. I mean, yeah. Zorazi didn't play with his head up in the same way. No. I mean, he, he is absolute mustard. He's world class. I, I mean, you know, we, we haven't had a player like him sit, well, briefly... Tevez was in was in was at that level and Di Canio. I don't know. I don't but, even feel know, like Tevez was. I feel like he. Well, Tevez like, was a different good. kind of player, but he was. I mean, Te- Tevez was was you know a top top top. But look how long it took Tevez player. to get going. Whereas you think with Payet, you know, come from another league, he's one of those ones you expect. Oh, he'll need a bit of time to bed in, but he didn't. He no, came no, that first game and running. just. He's exceptional. But they need the good players around them. I mean, he's you know. Exceptional. I mean, he's got that, but Zerati did have a slightly, a slightly raw deal in that kind of period over Christmas because no, Lanzini and Zerati weren't either side. You know, they were, he, was, he was on his own in an advanced position, expected to kind of make stuff happen. But, um, you know, Pai and Lanzini have had at least the other one and Zerati and a couple yeah. of other players to, to, to play with. You know, it's, it shouldn't necessarily be an either-or. They should all play with each other. Um, yeah, well, let's uh, probably look forward to our next kind so of. So we're just going games. to just 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 brush Newcastle and uh, uh, yeah. the cup. I mean, you don't want to hear about. It. No, we don't want to talk about that, really, do we? It was, yeah, here's another. Uh, I mean, it was another um, one of those games of two halves, like the home. You know, the Leicester and the Bournemouth yeah, won the second we, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of played much yeah. better and sort of woke up in the second half. Southampton. I mean, the, probably the best example of that this season was Southampton, where yes. we were just atrocious in the first half. Carried on in the same vein as the Villa and Swans against, which both of which we drew, so we got a point from each game, uh, but came out playing kind of the same way against yeah. Southampton. Very frustrating, midfield just not in it. Then a reconfiguration just transforms. We play much better. Newcastle the same. I mean, I, I, I don't, I can't remember if there was. A, I didn't, I didn't really see it. Don't know if there was an actual reconfiguration of the team, but we definitely played much better in the second half yes. and scored a scored a goal. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, could have got back in it possibly. Could have done. Didn't. Yeah, it was. I, I sounds never, like they were didn't penetrate. Yeah, really. like we were going to get back like in it. It, it. it seemed like the whole team just kind of like they just didn't turn up. No, which was surprising. No, yeah, that's all. But let's brush over that. About that. But uh, for the third time this season, we have Liverpool. Uh, up at Anfield, though. yeah, it just, mm, just you know. part. You just feel that somehow um, that, that they've been given a terrific lift by that last-minute winner, five-four. Yeah. Um, the only issue is they've got this semi-final, haven't they tonight? Uh, so you've got, yeah. you've just got this feeling of, you know, maybe they will put out their 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 sort of youth team again. They might they might not be particularly interested in a in an FA Cup. Uh, run they're, they're trying to get some momentum in the league yeah. they're conceding even at full strength they're conceding you think they might do an Allardyce when we were they in the might, semi-final well they might put a similar team to the one they put out against Exeter which was a, a few experienced players and we got there, quite far in the league cup when Allardyce sent the kids to slaughter in the FA Cup yeah, yeah. yes yes mm. that's right maybe, yes. maybe one of those that'd be yes. nice well it'd be very similar wouldn't it because it was semi-final wasn't it yeah, <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they also got slaughtered in the league cup yeah. as well um, it was 5-0 and then 6-0 yeah. so I think that might might help. Uh, I hope, uh, and I'm reasonably confident that that Bilic will put out a strong side. He certainly kind of has made you know all the right noises about the cup, hasn't he? Well, he's able um, to rotate with centre backs, which are kind of important. Yeah, we can freshen it up think, a little bit. Think, you know, the right I, back's a bit of an issue potentially if yeah. Tomkins is not is not yeah. fit because uh, Byram's cup tied. Yeah. So you know, one wonders how how that's gonna that's gonna pan out. Whether he might go to three at the back or or something like that. Um, 
Didn't he play Og? Didn't he push Og Bonner out to one of the kind of? Uh, but he's left-sided Og Bonner, though, isn't he? Yeah. So that doesn't really kind yeah. of help. Yeah. Um, and you, but then you, you could have sure assured Og Bonner on the Collins left. Collins playing right. Well, no, you could have assured Og Bonner on the left and have yeah. Cresswell with his pace yeah. kind of on. Uh, I suppose you could right. play Reed at right back, but uh, he's left-footed you know. as well, though, isn't he? Um, well, he like. I'm not sure he is. He likes playing on the left side, whether or not he's left-footed, because he, play, he his early some of his early games. If you remember when he first came right, aside, yeah, were at right, right back, back and right. he didn't do very well. <laughs> no, no, um, no. So I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I felt I felt in the game so far, particularly the one at home. I thought we just looked round the pitch and you think, well, mm. we're a better team than you are at the moment, mm, Liverpool. Mm. Which is I've hardly ever been able to say that in my lifetime. Um, but you just feel, oh, we've done them twice. I just I got, yeah, got horrible, just horrible, as well, got a horrible we? like, feeling about it. Yeah. I just don't think I think uh, it's going to go wrong. Did he play? Um, Song in in midfield at the weekend for a reason. Like, was this was someone injured or because otherwise it would have no, been? No, Obiang was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. maybe he was kind of holding. I don't know. Maybe he was resting players for the week. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I think uh, probably just songs been getting stronger and coming. You know, I just think he's. I think we've I probably got just options got to though. Put the, yeah, you know. Um, I've just got bad. I was feeling well, but I think I think the best we can hope for is to get him back for a replay. That's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. It just doesn't... I can't be optimistic about it for some reason. Prediction? I think we're going to lose. Lose? I think Go we're on. going to lose 2-1. 2-1? Yeah. Jim? I can't... I can't predict a, lo- a loss, no. I think 2-1 to us. 2-1 to us. I Two th- wins I... at Anfield in the same year. I don't, wow. I don't care for, for history. I care for form and we've, we've I got think the one form. All. I think one all and it might come back to us. You know, I think that would be... That would, that would be yeah. okay. Yeah. That would be okay because yeah. I think we'll do them. At, uh, uh, I think we'll, we, we'll, we'll, we'll do them at Upton Park. And very but... briefly, what about the Villa game? Uh, well, again, just, you, know, we... you know, we should be confident, dominate, dominate that. You know, yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what team he puts out on Saturday and what what team he puts out the following year. I mean, that's an interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, will, will he? Will he kind of try and hedge his bets across those across those two games? I hope he puts full strength, yep, goes go to the f- cup, fucking full on for it yeah. uh, uh, on on Saturday. Definitely. And to be honest, if we if we put out a slightly weak inside against Aston Villa and just get a point or something, I yeah, do we do we do we mind? I don't think I do mind actually. No, no, no. I want to win. I, I want yeah. a trip to Wembley. Yeah, I think that's uh, that matters right. more to me than you know a qualifying game to get into Europe that we might lose anyway. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. so, you know, that's right. Um, you know, and there are, there are, you know, because Moses is coming back. So the, the, there yeah. are some useful opportunities for rotation, like Obiang. Yes, yep. Moses Antonio. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Obiang, Kuati, maybe, you know. In Gore, terms of... Moses was off the pace when he came in, wasn't he? Oh, he dear, a little me. bit, yeah. 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 You'd want to start Antonio yeah, against yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, Moses got got time to train, you know, just sort of rest up. Yeah. A bit, so. yeah. Uh, yes. So, um, Predictions for the Villa game? Uh, oh, uh, I, th- I think we'll win that. It would be tight. 2-1. Two, 2-1? One. Two, one. Oh. Well, I can't have either of those. Can't have either of Fuck those. Fuck it. 3-0. 3-0. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Uh, let's wrap it up there. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. Uh, with me being Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Jim Dean Dolan. See ya. And uh, my name's Phil Whelans. Come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.